1: good evening everybody welcome to this edition of attention talk radio I'm your host ADHD and attention coach Jeff Copper our topic tonight ADHD the difference between knowing about ADHD and owning it and uh, with us in our virtual studio is a uh, uh, up-and-coming ADHD coach Vidya Duhan uh, we're gonna have a great discussion with her in a minute but if, before we do some announcements uh, we'd like to thank um, children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this show uh, to you. They're, help us make this available to you. In celebration, we would like to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, all you have to do is listen to our show. We'll share a secret word a couple times through the show. Write it down. Listen to another show and listen for the secret word on that. Write that down and then email me. Uh, The Secret Words. The email address is attention, attentiontalkradio.com. When I get that, I will uh, forward that on to Chad, we'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine and a PDF copy of the next edition when it is printed. Again, Chad is uh, bringing our program to you, so we have a little tip we're going to run from them, and we'll get into the show.
0: Are you looking for books, articles, videos, webinars, and podcasts on managing ADHD from ADHD experts? Search CHAD's National Resource Center Information Library to find reliable resources on ADHD for children, teens, parents, adults, teachers, and healthcare professionals. Many of the resources are free online. Go to CHAD.org.
1: on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Okay, everybody, I have the good fortune today of of our guest is Vidya Guhan. Uh, She's a professional ADHD coach and the founder of Calm Seas ADHD Coaching. She helps adults with ADHD, improve their executive functioning skills, and become more self-empowered to achieve their personal and professional goals. She enjoys working with professionals from many different walks of life, including doctors, software engineers, educators, artists, college students, and parents. Uh, She's a well-received speaker and offers webinars on ADHD-related topics, such as procrastination, uh, to productivity, and uh, parenting with ADHD mind. She's known for presenting information in a way that's easy to understand frequently, including relatable examples and analogies. Uh, Vidya is a master certified ADHD coach with uh, PAC, which is the Professional Association of ADHD Coaches, and she's a PCC with the International Coach Federation. You can learn more about Vidya on her website at comseascoaching.com. With that, Vidya, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeff. I'm uh, I'm really excited to have you on the program. I, I've known Vidya, I think, since 2017, 2018, and kind of watched her rise as a coach um, and maturing along the way. And uh, and she's very, very impressive. Really, kind of come a long way. And I'm, I'm I'm thankful that you're coming on our show to talk about ADHD. Welcome.
0: Well, thank you so much. I'm, I'm really touched um, uh, and very, very happy to be here. Thank you so much. So.
1: You and I had a conversation about this, and the, the, it was a couple of years ago I was I was interviewing Dr. R- uh, Russell Barkley, and sometimes he says stuff, you're going 100 miles an hour, and you don't think about it, and he says, you know, there's a difference between knowing HD and owning it. And, you know, Vidi, I know in, mm-hmm. in my clientele, there's a lot of people that come to you, and they've read all kinds of books, and they've gone to kind of webinars, so they know it, but they're, they're not doing it. Have you had a similar experience?
0: Uh, yes for sure. And uh, part of it is, I think, knowing and understanding ADHD in general, which is what we get a lot of from books and Mm -hmm. and sources. Um, But in coaching, they start to really, you know, understand how it's showing up specifically for them. And um, that makes a big difference.
1: It it does.
0: Do you ever find,
1: from your perspective, there's sometimes resistance to acknowledging how it shows up? Or is it pretty easy for people to kind of own that, or what are your thoughts on that?
0: Um, I've had it go many different ways. Um, I think for the for a majority of people that I've worked with, um, understanding what makes their challenges challenging, understanding from, um, you know, the perspective of brain wiring um, helps. It, it tends to mm-hmm. be empowering because once they can make sense of it, um, they stop thinking it's it's, you know, a character flaw or moral failing or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. so that, that experience can be empowering, but also there's, you know, mm, sometimes there's some grieving, um, there's, especially because I work with adults, a lot of them are recently diagnosed. Um, there can be sadness for all the years that they didn't understand all the struggles Mm -hmm. they've had, um, you know, having judged themselves based on, um, non ADHD brain wiring all their lives. Um, so, so I've seen it, you know, both of these things and sometimes they play out together.
1: Hmm. You, the grieving and the sadness, I really, uh, that happens a lot. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times there's some grieving and sadness that they just found out. So they're like lost decades. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh my God, if I would have known then what I know now, maybe I would have done some stuff. But you know, the grieving and sadness is a very much an emotional process. And you know, I've learned over the years that even though emotions aren't a part of the diagnostic criteria right now, it is much a part of ADHD because you actually have to regulate those emotions and, and mm-hmm. I, I think that that I know I've had a lot of people that it's 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 a very emotional experience when you're going through this stuff and that grieving and sadness sometimes it's there's some hope like okay now I got that figure I'm, I'm sad for that but they go forward but some people kind of get stuck in that um, periodically have you experienced that as well yes or
0: yes for sure and um, you know for some people there's more healing that needs to happen um, oftentimes. You know, there's some work they need to work through, you know, with a therapist or additional supports in addition to coaching. Um, and sometimes there is that, that aspect of, um, I'm not ready for this. Mm. Some of that resistance is just, I'm not ready to go there. Um, go there yet. Just just tell me what to do or just give me a strategy that'll, that'll fix things.
1: That's interesting. You know? I like that. They're not ready to go there. Sometimes they just want the answer, right? Mm-hmm. From um, your experience, I think
0: that's you know, and that's that's probably uh, you know that's what a lot of us would like a quick solution yep. or a quick fix or a, a magic pill. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, that that can get in the way of owning it though,
1: Absolutely accepting what is
0: and being able to Except do something about it.
1: Absolutely, accepting what is. I want to. I want to kind of expand upon that. We're going to go to break here in a little bit, but before we do, one thing about knowing ADHD and owning it. Sometimes is the difference between the acquisition of knowledge and the execution of knowledge. And we come back. We're going to break a second. I want to come back and I talk about the emotion side, but I, I reiterate this: is that, you know, Vidya, I, <laughs> I say this often a lot, but you know, can you believe I read a couple books on how to play the guitar, but when I picked it up, I couldn't play it. I mean, isn't that shocking? <laughs> It's it's, <laughs> it's it befuddles me. Right, like why can't I do that? Like i have I read all the books and and loosely I am saying people out there, I've had lots of clients who come to me. they read all the books, they've been all the webinars, they've been all the conferences, and they're befuddled because it's not working. And a lot of times what coaches really do is we kind of help people when they own it, if you will, and we'll come back again when we come back from break, is when they own mm-hmm. it is actually help them practice the execution. In other words, when I put my fingers on the guitar and I got I was trying to do a D chord and I got it wrong, I'm like, hey, somebody move your fingers like this and think of it like, okay, yeah, okay, now I got it. There's a little bit of, of that. So um, yeah. in owning it, there's yeah, the that execution...
0: execution- yeah, the execution in, in includes both the, the practical skills and the practice of it, but also the mind game. And I Absolutely. think that's where the owning comes in.
1: Absolutely. You, you, that's like, like a volleyball play. You served it up. I can spike it on the other side. So let's go to break real quick. I want to come back because I want to talk about the emotional side. For our listeners, again, Vidya, she's really incredible. You need to check out her website at calmseascoaching.com. Again, calmseascoaching.com. Our secret word tonight is owning Um, Again, it's Oni like OniNet, and with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice.
0: This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off.
1: Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com.
0: And now, back to Attention Talk Radio.
1: Welcome, everybody. We're back with uh, Vidya Guhan, and we're having a conversation about ADHD, the difference between knowing it and owning it. Um, Before the break, we were talking about uh, uh, grieving and sadness and some people not really ready to own uh, They're ADHD, and you know, Vidya, I- I've been so blessed over the years to be on Attention Talk Radio. I've interviewed some of the foremost experts in the world, and I'm a very logical person. You know, I got to be able to kind of explain stuff, and mm-hmm. I've been studying Dr. Barkley's model. And all of a sudden, I had an epiphany the other day that I kind of like to get your thoughts on and reaction to it. Okay. Um, because it seems to me, it explains, there's like there's this window that I think people run into. And when you said, I'm not ready to go there yet, I want you to remember that and kind of, I just want to get your thoughts on this context. And basically, some of this is scripted a little bit because I use it in other places, but basically self-awareness is the ability to know ourselves from the inside out and is a solid predictor of success in life. Makes sense. Hmm. In problem solving, workable solution, it's got to be designed within the cognitive and behavioral constraints of your version of ADHD make sense video
0: mm-hmm
1: it's it's got it has to take those into consideration to do this we've got to override your emotional reaction to dwell, focus ruminate on what you think that you should do and accept what you'll actually do in other words
0: Mm. there's an emotional
1: reaction here where you've got to override the jumping to conclusions, ruminate and dwell and focus on what you should do and back up and actually accept what you will do. All right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. basically what I learned from Dr. Barkley, emotional self-regulation is a real challenge. And we've had some shows before about fight, flight or freeze. When you're threatened with your life, your brain goes into fight, flight, or freeze state. And you fight mm-hmm. like hell. Uh, fight like hell, run like hell, or play dead. And so, it, ca- it occurred to me that to be self-observant, to be self-aware of yourself, basically means you actually have to confront your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your judgments, your opinions, and beliefs. And you, I know, I know where you're trained. I know what you are. A lot, a lot of times, we're confronting clients by saying, "Is that a limiting belief? Is that actually getting your way?" So, to be self-aware is to confront that. Makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Logically.
1: So, in a, f- in a sense, you got to unmask your ADHD, and you got to be aware of your tendencies. You got to be vulnerable in this process, and that—that that conf- confrontation with mm-hmm. yourself is threatening. And our emotional right, brain has it- a tendency becomes defensive and resists being questioned, analyzed, mm-hmm. probed by the brain itself, and is uncomfortable in this state and goes into fight, fight or freeze. And resists right. sometimes actually moving forward in the moment. is Basically, we're saying it's about the mind's mirror, looking into the mirror and seeing what it sees. Emotionally, a lot of times people feel threatened by that. And I find that part of ADHD, the emotional reflexive brain that feels threatened when you're confronting self, is the very thing that inhibits a lot of people from ADHD from accepting what they will do. And they get stuck in should, and there they sit. What do you think about mm-hmm. that?
0: Everything you say uh, resonates. Um, I think this is where the coach is such an important part of this partnership and process, right? Um, As a coach, we're creating that safe space. You know, we're we're minimizing or you know helping the person confront these things in a safe place, in a safe way, right? We have we build that rapport, that relationship. We make it as non-threatening as possible. Um, and we do that in very specific ways, right? We we help the the client con- connect with their strengths, for example, yep. and really focus on who they are outside of just not you know it's not just the ADHD. They're yep. this whole incredible person with all their strengths and and the values and things they're passionate about, the things they care about, and and their natural successes, which you know may have been overshadowed by the challenges. Mm-hmm. So, so creating that safe space where they can connect to all those things um, helps, and we also, um, you know, part of that dealing with the vulnerability um, is is really sort of connecting to self compassion. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, the language I often use is make friends with. You mm-hmm. know, um, I, I find that that a lot of my clients it, it works; they relate to that. It's like make friends with your brain, make friends with time, make friends with planning. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Making friends with, because with our friends, we we trust them. We don't need them to be perfect. You know, we accept our friends. We're non judgmental with our friends. Um, and we have that connection and trust. And so using that kind of language, I find, um, you know, helps with the acceptance, helps with... Mm-hmm. Reframing, you know, our connection to this and and how we're seeing it, the perspectives um, can help with, it. and that creates that safer space where they can sit with their emotions more or process through things more without going into fight or flight.
1: I, I like, I love, I love how you reframe make friends with this, make friends with that. Um, it's just, it's such a great way to approach uh, this challenging space. Um, another thing that I had heard years ago from. Greg Creech at the Toto Institute is you might have a negative thought or whatever, but you don't have to invite it in for tea, you know, because often I think people with ADHD will sit there and they'll invite the negative thoughts and they'll sit in for tea and dwell on it for a real period of time. And I think that you do a really good job of, you know, as, as you confront your ADHD and accepting it to invite it to make friends as a means to take the emotion out and not take the negative emotions and and, and invite them in for tea is really the mindset to kind of help people get through this process, which is sometimes a really difficult process. Yeah. Would you agree?
0: Yeah, because um, you know when we tell someone not to resist something, that's like telling someone not to be hungry, right? That's it, it's hard <laughs> to. We almost go to the opposite. Or if you tell someone to accept it, it, you know, we're like, you know, no. Right? Yep. Nope. So, but when so instead of like you're saying confronting it, sometimes it's a matter of. Um, shifting perspective right like oh let's make space for this other thing Um, you know let's start making friends with this and just looking at it from a completely different perspective Um, I think perspective shifting is is highly effective because once they can add that to their you know the way they're looking at things somehow that that resistance piece um, or that you know confrontation piece can be easier Especially mm-hmm. as they start building some success through the coaching yep right yep. when they start getting some evidence to support them as well
1: it, it is funny. it's funny because I when you said I had this thing pop in mind there's you know saying whatever you do don't think of a pink elephant right and immediately the first thing pop right. in your mind is what does a pink <laughs> elephant look like you know it's like that's like you go to that thing and I can say that to you and like every time somebody says it to me I've heard it billion times immediately I'm like how do I not do that so I, I love how you said that um, but the coaching process really is, is – I think I think the the cool thing about this conversation is there's a lot of people with ADHD that have read the books. You have to do it. The coaching conversation helps you go through that, but there is this wall that you have to go to, and the, the confronting your thoughts, your feelings, and your beliefs, and often the way you want things to be can be a daunting mm-hmm. situation. And I think you've done a spectac- much better job than I could articulating the, hey, let's make some friends with the brain. Let's kind of do that to to, to, to kind of go and accept that. And to kind of imagine that. We're going to go on another break when we come back, but I want to start to talk about um, pragmatically the way some people resist it. Because some people, as much as we try to help them deal with this, they, they mm-hmm. resist it. So let's go to break, and we'll cover that uh, for our listeners. You have to check video out, video out, um, her website, um, CalmSeesCoaching dot com. Um, our secret word tonight is owning it, and uh, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your Discovery Session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Vidya Guhan having a great conversation about the difference between knowing ADC and owning it. We talked a lot about emotions um, in the first segment. The last segment, we talked about the coaching process to help people actually confront uh, a little bit of self-awareness. And Vidya was very articulate with a great way of of framing that and how coaches kind of help people kind of walk their way through that. And what was, we didn't say that was implied is a lot of times as people with ADC, they confront maybe more challenging things than negative, but sometimes they don't see the positive. And Lydia didn't explicitly say it, but she implied. We do a lot of helping them understand what some of their strengths are and what are not necessarily as obvious to them. Lydia, one of the things, though, that I've, I've noticed is that sometimes people come and they're just not quite there and as a coach i try as best i can to help them confront some things Mm -hmm. but they just kind of can't cross over and i'm going to i'm going to share with you my experience of accepting adhd as i've had people come before saying you know i want to be able to do this this repetitive boring task every day and they'll they'll Mm -hmm. actually i'll be coaching them they'll design a system that requires something like that. And I, this specifically happened with an individual that was 45 years old uh, several months ago. And I said, so I'm hearing that you want to do this, and this is a task that's relatively boring. So I said, let me ask you a question. Name any task that you've done that's repetitive and boring mm-hmm. every day. Every day is not every day. It's really a business days that you've done for mm-hmm. more than 60 days in your entire life. And okay. they said, well, oh, I can't think of any great, what makes you think that you're going to do it now? And the person was kind of caught, and I'm like, you know, if you look at your ADHD and you keep focusing on the fact that you think that you should do that and you don't accept Mm -hmm. that you're probably never going to do that, you're never really owning your ADHD. And and a lot of people will give me a lot of butts at this point in time, but realize is you're stuck, focused on what you Mm -hmm. should do and decades have gone by and you haven't been able to do it. It's in that moment sometimes where you let that go and you accept it because then you can design a completely different system.
0: Have you yeah. changing that narr- Yeah, changing that narrative is huge um, because, yeah, especially with adults who've, you know, been recently diagnosed, I would say, um, they've had years of being told they should do it a certain way or, or thinking that's what they should be doing. Um, so those should statements in their head are huge, and, and, huge barrier. But
1: some people, they've been programmed to that, but some people, they resist. I'm going through ADHD coaching because I want to learn about ADHD, but I still want to do it like everybody else. Like, I can yeah, but you that's the narrative,
0: that it needs to be done yep. like everybody else, right? Instead of what I always tell them is, you know, we, live to, we all live in the majority non-ADHD world, but we can do it our way. We don't have and, to do it that way.
1: And But here's – like this, this – everybody – the, one of the points of this with bringing Vidi on, because she understands the value of people getting this, which is why I had to have her on this, is that we can coach you to a degree, but there's this thing. I call it this invisible wall. And like this show is a perfect mm-hmm. example. When I started coaching, everybody's like, you got to write a book or you got to do a blog, and that's what everybody told me that I should do. And I'm God, I can't write. I mean, oh, my God, it's horrible. But I'm like – but I still need to make a name for myself. So I let go. And I can talk. i have learned. Diddy, you know Mm -hmm. I can talk. I can talk your ear off. And so I started this thing and I accepted my my issues and I was able to move forward. If I would have, say, stuck in the belief that I had to write a blog or do a book, I I wouldn't still be a coach today. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sharing this as a demarcation because it is a big difference between those that are successful and those that are not. The ones that accept it and go on, and you have to confront that. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to be a great writer, Um, but you do those other things. And I find that sometimes people just are not ready for that, and I find they're emotionally not ready for it, and it goes back to emotional self-regulation. So part of ADHD is emotional self-regulation, and to confront yourself, sometimes it's your own emotions that's blocking your mind's mirrors. Dr. Barkley says, Mm -hmm. to see it as is. And that's like a belief system that somebody has, like some people are very religious and they're not going to change it. That's where a lot of times I find that coaching breaks down and we can get them there. But that one thing I'm hoping that our listeners have some awareness on is a very big obstacle. The people that break through, there's mm-hmm. nothing but success stories. You look at Linda Rogley, you look at um, Alan Brown, you take a look at uh, 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 Rick Green, uh, David Gwerg. I mean, it's full of these stories that people finally let go of how they, sh- they thought they should do it, and they begin to own their ADHD. And you see yeah. incredible transformations when that happens.
0: Yeah, and I think the key word you're using is let go. Let go of the limiting belief, letting go of the should statements, you know, letting go of... Uh, perceptions that are are not serving you well um, I think that not is an, that shift that happens when we own something
1: it's not an easy thing to do because I, re- I bring this back to the beginning because you, know, you were talking about grief and sadness at the beginning it's emotional we, I, mm-hmm. you and I can talk about it yeah. all day long about what you should do but I just want to meet people the issues is the emotion some of you yeah who, Battle through it quicker. Some of you will resist and never do it. Some of you will take a little bit of time, which, as I say, that's the part of the process. When you're making Mm -hmm. emotional changes, sometimes it's best to understand like the grieving process, right? It's a process. You can't shortcut it. But if you know that you're in the process, there's some comfort to it. And so right. this is a real, again, I think this is, a, we're trying to make tangible what is often untangible. Like if you're stuck and you're not owning your ADHD, sometimes it's your own emotions that are getting in the way. And Avidia so, is here to help you yeah. think your way through that.
0: So yeah, what I'm hearing is it's, uh, you know, part of this is we can't just logic our way out of this. this mm-hmm. is, or, you know, logic our way through this because the emotional component is a huge part of it. And that's not a logical thing.
1: Absolutely. Now, some people struggle more with emotion than others. So if you're on one end of the continuum, sometimes the awareness and the logic can help those people Mm -hmm. get it. On the other end of the continuum, it's very, very emotional, and it's a lot more challenging to manage that emotion. But the idea here really is I like this conversation because number one, if you know a lot about ADHD, maybe you need to get a coach to help you practice it, like teach me how to play a D Mm chord. But the other side of it mm-hmm. is you realize a lot of times it's that, that emotional target, and our brain is naturally resistant to confront that. And so I've, I've seen a lot happens with ADD where I'm coaching somebody, and their spouse is coming in trying to help the person with ADHD. But the person with ADHD feels confronted. They feel criticized. Logically, mm-hmm. we know that the, the, the partner is really actually trying to help them, but they're not able to control their emotional reactions to it. So they get in defensive and they start to fight back and then the fight starts as a result of it. In that situation I described, it's your own emotions that's inhibiting your ability to hear that actually trying to help you, not criticize. Mm-hmm. It's a reflexive emotional reaction. So hopefully people will start to see this and kind of catch themselves. Like, oh, my God, they're actually trying to help me. Does that make any sense?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy yeah. to do.
1: I mean, um, easy to say, hard to do, right?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Simple, but not easy. <laughs> yes. it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's that's one of the things I've said for years. Emotional self-regulation—the process to do it, it's the easiest thing for me to describe. It's the hardest thing for people with ADHD to execute. So.
0: And it takes anyway. practice. You know, it's yes, one it of those that takes a lot of mindfulness and practice. Absolutely. Yeah. Any other thoughts on this topic before we pull it together? No, I thought this was a fascinating discussion. Um, you know if there's a quick minute, I would share an analogy. Um, sure, please you know with, with my clients, I often talk about how you know the brain is, is like the car, it's like the machine, right like the car yep. you drive, but you are the driver you know the, the, the all of you with with your emotions and beliefs and and um, you know the things you want to do, the things that drive you, all of that that's the driver of the car and um I think that that's the person. You know, that's the part of you that has the choice, right? That has the awareness, the, mm-hmm. the choice of what you're going to do and how are you going to do this. Um, I hope that helps. It, it's just a yeah. It's, it's just that that piece of you know. It's not. It's, it's all of you, and it's, it's, it all comes together that way.
1: It, it is, and sometimes it's uh, just looking in the mirror and looking at what you're doing and observing in order to say, listen, actually, I can direct the car and be aware of that and actually uh, be, be aware of some of the limitations that are impairing your ability to drive the car. It's real important. So with that, Vidya, um, mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming on the show.
0: Thank you so much, Jeff. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed being here. a fascinating discussion, um, and thank you so much.
1: Awesome, awesome. Everybody, you got to check out Vidya's website. It's at calmseascoaching.com. Our secret word tonight is owning it. With that, we hope you've enjoyed tonight and hope you've enjoyed or look forward to the next edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.